This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Watch the big game with your radios turned up. That is out of here. It's October. And you can kiss that one goodbye. The American League Championship Series. I'm as prepared as I can possibly be. It's going to be fun. The Houston Astros advance to the American League Championship Series. Turn up your radio, Houston. Verlander strikes out the side. Astros Radio. It's going to be a pretty good series. Houston's exclusive. Hometown call. And you can kiss it goodbye. Fans loving it. Turn up your radio to your hometown team. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Astros fans, Lauren Blackwell up in the radio booth with your broadcast team, Steve Sparks and Robert Ford, previewing Game 5 of the ALCS. Robert, tonight the Astros find themselves in a must-win situation, all hands on deck. How do you see A.J. using this roster to secure the W? Well, I think you just do whatever you have to do. Like you said, it's all hands on deck. You, you have to worry about this game. You can't save anything for tomorrow because there may not be a tomorrow or two days from now as it would be when, when game six would be played if there is a game six. So you have to just think about managing this game. You're hoping you get a, a deep outing from Justin Verlander. He has a good track record in games like this. But bottom line is you just do whatever you have to do to win tonight's ball game and then worry about a game six if there's a game six. Sparky, Robert touched on Justin Verlander's track record in elimination games. He's thrown 24 consecutive scoreless in those kinds of situations. Has he made uh, to truly shine in these kinds of games? He really is. I mean, he's very confident. He takes care of himself. He's 35 years old now. He, he mentioned to the media yesterday he feels like he's in his mid-20s again because of some of the things he's learned. Now, he's going to have to make adjustments. He just faced this tough Red Sox team just a few days ago, but uh, nobody makes adjustments better than Justin Verlander, especially in the postseason. All right, guys, game five on deck. Justin Verlander on the bump. Make sure you tune in pre- and post-game each and every Astros game. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford, Sports Talk, 790 AM, or on FM at 94.5 HD2. And greetings from Minute Maid Park, where tonight the Houston Astros take on the Boston Red Sox in game five of the American League Championship Series. Astros down three games to one in the series after Falling to the Red Sox in game four yesterday, 8-6. to six. Carlos Correa, George Springer, each with three hits. Springer had a home run and a double. But the Astros find themselves in a must-win situation in this best-of-seven series, down three games to one. Today's pitching matchup is brought to you by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Astros will send Justin Verlander to the mound today, and certainly a good guy to have on the mound in a game that you have to win to extend your season. He's been very good in elimination games throughout his career, 24 consecutive scoreless innings in such games. You know, as soon as he steps into the clubhouse, I think everybody takes notice because he's got that chin up. He puffs out the chest and just lets everybody know, this is my day. You guys better be ready because I'm going to bring it. And that's what he can bring you in an elimination game. He's one of the best. I don't think there's anybody in the league right now that I would rather have on the mound than Justin Verlander tonight. David Price on the mound for the Red Sox, and he's making his second start of this series. Gave up four runs and four and two-thirds and a no decision in game two. Price working on three days rest, and he was warming up quite a bit in the bullpen late in yesterday's ball game, although he didn't get in. Uh, you know what? I'm not saying that he's not going to pitch well, 
but I'm surprised that he's pitching today. He warmed up a lot in yesterday's ball game. Craig Kimbrell was dancing around in the eighth and ninth inning, and they had Price uh, as his safety net, and he was throwing hard. And he's supposed to pitch tonight and start this game when you maybe have had a chance to have Eduardo Rodriguez with a 3-1 to one lead in this series to go out there and pitch and, and kind of keep things more in line with Price on regular rest game six if you lose this game, and then uh, uh, Chris Sale, who's more rested uh, for game seven if it goes that far. So a little surprise, David Price certainly – uh, has a track record during the regular season of pitching very well uh, in ball games. Postseason, not so much. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Nothing goes better with nine innings of Astros baseball than a cold Carbock beer. And the first pitch of the ball game is a fastball high. So tune into the game and crack open a Love Street, Colch Style Blonde, or Hopadillo IPA to root on your Houston Astros. It's game time, so grab a cold locally brewed Carbock. If you're in Houston, Drop by the brewery where we're open seven days a week serving up great food, delicious beer, and plenty of good times. Follow us on social at Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing, Houston, Texas. Today's case of the game brought to you by Lone Star College. When it comes to jumpstarting your career, Lone Star College knocks it out of the park with over 170 programs. Visit LoneStar.edu to learn more. Lone Star College, start close, go far. Well, it's a 162-game regular season, so especially when you're leading your division and maybe have a few game advantage, you're more likely to maybe rest guys or maybe not use certain relievers on certain days because you have another game the next day. Well, that all goes out the window in the postseason, and it really goes out the window when you're in the position that the Astros are in where it's win or go home. So all hands on deck when you think about bullpen options and even some starting pitchers possibly in the bullpen if yeah, needed. Unconventionality becomes the norm at this time of the year, and we saw the Astros do that. A ton in the postseason last year, and it worked out perfectly for him. And I think a lot more teams are, are trying to run it that way. We saw Garrett Cole into the bullpen last night for the Astros had they needed him. Uh, had it gone extra innings, whatever you need, but Garrett Cole was down there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I like what Terry Francona said when the Cleveland Indians were down two games to nothing against the Astros. And he said that you have, almost have to be perfect to beat the Astros. And I feel like the Astros almost have to be perfect to beat the Red Sox because they're playing great. But the other thing is, is you have to shrink things down. You can't think we got to win three games. You got to think we got to win this inning. Well, then we got to win this out. You know, you got to make things kind of small to, to not make things so enormous for your team. And it starts in the first inning. Mookie Betts has reached base, leading off the first inning for the Red Sox. In each of the first four games of this series, Red Sox have scored two runs exactly in the first inning in each of the last three games, and that's obviously something that's probably going to need to change if the Astros are going to win tonight. Yeah, and you got the man out there to do it. So uh, uh, everybody is aware of everything that's been going on in this series, and, and you're talking about the length of this Red Sox lineup now, and Jackie Bradley Jr. in particular, who has nine RBIs with two outs uh, in the last three games. So. Uh, you got to finish these innings. You know, these pitchers are realizing right now, man, we've got to finish these innings because these two-out RBIs are killing us. Up next, we'll have the manager show with A.J. Hinch, presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from Brian Anderson, Georgetown, Texas native, who is calling this ALCS on Turner Sports for TBS, but now this from your local station. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Bregman has a habit in the postseason of homering off of all stars. Kimbrell's been to the Midsummer Classic a few times. Outfield deep. First pitch. 
And Bregman hits this in the left field, racing in. It's been attendee and long dive. Did he catch it? Yes, he did. Oh my goodness, what a play by Benatendi to save the game. A headlong diving grab, reaching to his right, and the Red Sox hold on for the victory over the Astros by a final of 8-6. to six. And the Red Sox have a three-game-to-one advantage in the ALCS. Well, a heartbreaker yesterday, A.J., in that ball game, but the way you set your lineup gave you your best opportunity with Bregman coming up. He was in the leadoff spot for you yesterday. Uh, it looked pretty good. You wanted him up there in that moment, right? Yeah, I mean, who better to have up yeah. at the game on the line? He got a good pitch to hit. Um, you know, I needed him to hit it about one foot to the left or one foot short or ten foot further. But, um, you know, a good game, obviously, not on our end from a result standpoint. But uh, I love this team and how we battle. And Bregman coming up there at that point, what's the confidence level for you just personally when he comes up there? You know he's going to give you a good one, don't you? Sure. No, a good at bat's going to be there. It's yeah. a matter of, of how they pitch to him. You know, I like the fact that he went up there looking for a fastball. Um, you know, Kimbrell was obviously at the end of his rope. He had pitched, he had thrown a lot of pitches. And, and you know, we, you know, you had the, the right guy up, the right situation, the right contact, just a, just a little bit of bad luck and a, and a great play by Ben Attendi. Otherwise, that game's completely different. Hey, coming in from the parking garage, I, I talked to probably four or five people, and it was a common sentiment, and it was just, hey, if they can win three, you guys can win three. You guys feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, I don't really care about the three. I care about the one. I mean, we had to win one before we worry about the next. And, 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 and certainly, we didn't get to 103 wins. We didn't get to the ALCS without having a little bit of res resiliency, a little bit of resolve, and, and really good players. So, uh, you know, we're going to come ready to play tonight. And you got Justin Verland on, on the mound, and no better uh, person out there in, in a must-win game than in the puts your chief out there. Yeah, no, we need him, and he and, and he's been the best October pitcher in the last two seasons for us, and and somebody that we've relied on heavily. So, um, I mean, look, we got to wait, you know, until until game time to get started. But uh, this is set up for us to have another good game. We could have easily won yesterday. We we we've been in this series. Uh, we'll do what we need to to win. Justin Verlander, more of a five-ball pitcher. You have Jake Marisnik in there mostly for that? Well, I mean, it all starts with Altuve. I mean, Altuve not being able to play second cre creates okay. a little bit of opportunity around the diamond. You know, my, my, I didn't want to put, um, you know, in, our infield defense in, in jeopardy. I do love Jake's energy and his, his defensive ability in the outfield. I was only going to play one of Tony Kemp and Josh Reddick. So, I mean, it's not as simple as one decision. They're all somewhat intertwined, but, yeah. um, you know, in, in having Marwin have to be in the infield, you know, creates opportunity in the outfield. All right, AJ, thanks for the time. You, Good luck tonight. You got it. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. Astros Radio, Houston's exclusive hometown call. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Brian Anderson calling the American League Championship Series on television for Turner Sports and TBS with Ron Darling and uh, – uh, always special, obviously, to get an opportunity to do postseason baseball, Brian, but I know it has to be special for you getting to do some postseason games in Houston. We're uh, being from Texas, from Georgetown, Texas originally, and you spent quite a bit of time growing up going to the, the Astrodome and in Houston, right? I did. It was uh, kind of my childhood stadium, uh, my, my childhood ballpark. I, I grew up in um, the Austin area in Georgetown, early part of my childhood in Austin and then Georgetown. And so my dad worked here um, every week. He was starting his own company and he was grinding away and he'd come to Houston. He stayed at the Allen Park Inn. That was his home away from home uh, for three days a week. And uh, I would get a chance to come travel with him all the time. And 
we would go uh, buy the cheapest ticket we could find at the Astrodome and sit right by the dugout, right by the on-deck circle. Um, it was uh, it was it was a great time, great memories, and of course I grew up listening to Milo Hamilton, and uh, he was one of the broadcasters that I patterned my style after. I don't really do it anymore, but when I first started, you mm -hmm. you do what you know. So of course uh, Milo. Uh, was my guy that I listened to all the time and one of the reasons I wanted to get into broadcasting. Who were some of the Astros players you remember watching and, and were, were a fan of uh, when you would come to games here at the at the Dome? Well, you know, Jose Cruz was, uh, he was the guy. I just loved saying his name when I was a little kid and every time he come to bat and the Cruz. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, that was, uh, th those players then, um, obviously Nolan, I mean, every kid who grows up in Texas wants to be like, Nolan Ryan and I walked like Nolan Ryan and had that one shoulder down and uh, he's royalty here so yeah. um, you know I, I, I loved all those guys I love Kevin Bass mm -hmm. um, and I really as a, as I got to be in kind of my early teens uh, when Craig Biggio first came up he was a catcher and I'm a small guy and he was a smaller catcher right and he was one of the first guys I can remember uh, thinking yeah I mean he's he's kind of my size even though he was he's bigger than me but I was thinking I'd grow into that size and um, that, I liked the idea that he was a small catcher in the Astrodome on those teams and you know the emergence of Bagwell and Biggio was kind of more my formative years teenage years when I was playing competitively and uh, was kind of latching on to uh, some of those players as well but yeah Jose Cruz man he was he and Nolan were certainly the two guys and I remember J.R. Richard vividly mm -hmm. I saw J.R. pitch uh, once when I was a kid, and I, I'd never seen anything like that. Never seen he and Nolan to watch those two pitch live. I mean, you think, how does anybody ever hit these guys ever? Um, that was a real treat. You are the television broadcaster for the Milwaukee Brewers, have been for a number of years now. Uh, TBS with the American League playoffs this year. What sort of challenges does that pose for you in terms of preparation since a lot of these teams that you're calling games for in the postseason you didn't see at all or, or see a whole lot this year? Well, it does. It, it, it makes it a little tougher. I think, uh, you know, at this point you're, you're kind of in it. We do have great access to managers. Right. And, of course, uh, as you know, the relationships you make uh, with a team, and that's why I continue to work for a local team. I enjoy doing it. Um, I do about 100 games a year for Milwaukee. And, and, and then there are always – people around that you've connected to that you know for example I was in the minor leagues with Alex Cora and Ron Renicky. I was the broadcaster in San Antonio when Alex was the shortstop and Renicky was the manager of that team in 1997 and Andy Barquette their hitting coach and then you you always have it seems like and you know this because you've been there too but you always have some connection somewhere and um, my brother is a scout in the business and you know you hit every channel you have to prepare uh, you talk about. I think the I think the Astros are a pretty easy team to know. Certainly, Boston is an easy team to know. Took a little more time to get ready for the Oakland Athletics. I hadn't seen them all year, uh, but we get around to see if call a few games with TBS in the regular season, and that certainly helps. And then you prepare just like you would any other team and game, and you try to develop the nuance as fast as you can. Talking to guys like you, the broadcasters, and. It's the nuance that you miss, and it's the day-to-day. -day. When do the moves make? How, how, what kind of moves does he make in this situation? How will that change in the postseason, right? right. So uh, those are all things that uh, you try to do, and you would do more working in an opposite league for me uh, coming into a postseason. Now you kind of touched on it a little bit, but uh, 
doing games for the Brewers, obviously a different audience because you're broadcasting mostly the Brewers fans, mostly in Wisconsin. What are some of the, the differences for a broadcaster in terms of doing games for a, for a specific team, being a local broadcaster as opposed to doing national games? Well, that's the big part of it, and uh, I've done the, the postseason since 2008, and I've had to do the Brewers twice mm -hmm. in the postseason as well, and I think uh, you know Bob Costas uh, gave me some great advice once, and, and, and he's right, and I still do it to this day, but you have to think about that scale of 1 to 10, right? The, uh, the, the volume and tone of your call, and when do you go to that 10 call, like a Benintendi catch to save a game? Right. That's a 10 call, right? That's, that's as loud as I can be right. and still be coherent. Um, and then, so you, you think about that scale for me, and then I celebrate success. So if your team is losing and not having any success, the other team is having all kinds of success, it's gonna feel like it's a pro uh, on the other side, a pro broadcast on the other side. But um, if you celebrate success, I don't really go negative. Um, so every successful play, I put myself in that fan base's mindset. This is a really important pitch for the Red Sox fans. This could be a really important play for the Astros fans. And you kind of just walk that line back and forth. With a Brewers game you, or a local team, you're just you're constantly coming to it from the place of the Brewers. So right. if a pitcher's pitching well, it's that why aren't the Brewers having success here? So everything always skews back from that perspective. So you try to get both, both perspectives and celebrate success on the national scale. Brian Anderson calling this American League Championship Series for Turner Sports and TBS. Thank you so much for, for joining us. My pleasure. Great to be with you. You're doing a great job, man. As the Astros, a franchise record, 103 wins during the regular season. <laughs> We're a better team than last year. It's the team that plays the best. It's October. Special teams do special things in October. Fans loving it. The American League Championship Series. And Springer drives this one deep to right center field. Looking up. See you later. Turn up your radio, Houston. This is club down the left field line. And that's down. It's the Houston Astros. Altuve will score. Regman will score. Astros radio. How about Barwin Gonzalez? Houston's exclusive. And it made magic. Hometown call.